0: You know,
1: when I first started refereeing, I was crying (laughs) Mm. (laughs) after after the game. For
0: for those reasons, yeah.
1: Yes, but now no.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but that that comes with experience, I think, and you also have to slightly disassociate, like move away from, like you referee the game and then Mm -hmm. blow the final whistle. That's it. It's Mm -hmm. impossible. It's impossible. For a referee to forget about it, it really is. But you have, you, you do have to try, and and like you say, you, you you use different ways to cope with with your mistakes that you make during the game, just as I'm sure the, the players do. Hello folks, this is Ant from the Referee Forum and welcome to the latest episode of Referees The Final Whistle. Now in this episode we've gone international, um, all the way to Georgia in fact. Now for you Americans that watch the podcast that doesn't mean Georgia in the USA, I've gone the other way. I've gone east of the United Kingdom to Georgia in Eastern Europe and I'm joined by a fantastic referee from Georgia, Mizeko. Welcome to the podcast, how are you?
1: Uh, hello, uh, thank you for inviting me and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I am Zeko from Georgia, uh, from a little town, Ozzurgeti. Uh I am four, uh, 24 years old and uh, I am referee uh, for four years. Uh, now I am a referee of your League, uh, Regional League, uh, um, Force League, uh, also w- Women's National League, and so on.
0: So Mizeko, it sounds like you've had um, your very experience with, with refereeing. What would you say is your your best or most favourite experience as a referee? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the best experience that I remember, uh, uh, when I used to be a referee in a men's national league, I was a first referee, but uh, it was a great experience. I was a little bit uh, nervous at first, but uh, then everything uh, ended well. well
0: that's good. And, Is that uh,
1: this, this league filled me uh, with some motivation and uh, to achieve more and more.
0: Now, I did look at your Instagram before this interview to do a little bit of research. What is Mzeko all about? Is that the one where you're holding up the fourth officials board? Um, Yes. Yeah.
1: The game was. It was between Dynamo, Tbilisi and Lokomotiv.
0: Oh, so those are teams that over here in the UK we would recognise Dinamo Tbilisi Um, for anyone obviously that follows European football will know that they've been in the Europa League or the Europa Conference Champions League sometimes a few years ago Um, so in terms of stepping out onto that stage into that stadium how did that feel for you as a as a referee Uh, it was
1: uh, very interesting and uh... Uh, unusual experience for me, and uh, when you uh, are a referee with a, such a big team, uh, it's more um, uh, responsible. Yes,
0: um, did, uh, you handled it good though. Was there anything that you would do differently if you had to do it again?
1: Uh, no, everything uh, was fine,
0: Good, <laughs> Good.
1: I, I handled, handled it well.
0: And you got some great photographs to put on Instagram from it.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so, thinking back to before you were a referee, what mm-hmm. was it that made you want to become a referee and, and, and how did that process happen?
1: Uh, You know, as a child, I remember uh, the football was my favorite sport. My father is a huge fan of football. He's a fan of Maradona, and he was trying to uh, get me to the television and watch (laughs) football every time. Also, my brother was a footballer, uh, and uh, I used to watch his matches, and I was very happy when I watched it. Uh, And... um, uh, i i know that i was connected with football uh, and uh, once when i was uh, at university at business faculty my friend told me uh, that um, uh, about, um, about referee courses uh, with uh, uh, which held it in georgia first time and uh, i did not think anything and uh, I decided to uh, take a part of it.
0: So from when you qualified as a referee, brand new, to get from there to then referee mm-hmm. onto the National League,
1: Yes.
0: what's the process? How do you get the experience and how do you get the, almost the qualification to referee at the um, higher <coughs> divisions?
1: yes you need more and more experience to achieve uh, national league uh, you have to referee many years to be there yeah and you, know, you will be in uh, good shape physically uh, you will pass the tests of running and so on
0: what, what are those tests? What do they look like? For, for us to, to start to referee semi-professional football, you have 12 minutes and you have to run 2,600 meters. And that's the, the test. What uh, what does it look like for you?
1: Uh, we have uh, 75 meters and you will run this uh, 75 meters 40 times. Uh, and so, you have seconds, of course.
0: Yep. Yeah. I think that that sounds like the FIFA standard. Um, yes. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. In every level in Georgia, we have these tests.
0: Yeah. I, I actually prefer that test because I can do lots of 75 meter runs. I think that's more natural for a referee than to yeah. run nonstop for 12 minutes. Yeah. Yes, it's hard. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It, but if it was easy, everybody could do it. Not just the referees.
1: Mm-hmm. And okay.
0: so in the world of refereeing um we all have our idols people that we look up to um yeah. for me names like per luigi colina uh well,
1: howard webb everyone loves
0: colina <laughs> of course he's the the grandfather i think of refereeing the the one that everybody loves but for you personally who is who would you say is your refereeing idol
1: uh, my referring idol is uh, Sean Mossy. You know, yes, Sean <laughs> Yeah. She's, uh, she's, of course, very beautiful. And also she's very balanced and cold. And I like it, uh, how she hand- handles the match. Also, my favorite uh, referee is Bibi Anashteyn you know.
0: Yes, uh, miss- Mrs. Howard Webb.
1: And uh, how she guides the game, it's uh, very good to watch, very nice. And when I first first saw her in Bundesliga, that gave me motivation.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can see how figures, uh, female figures in football, like Sean Massey, like Bibiana Steinhaus, for Mm -hmm. a a young female referee to look at them and think, that's what Mm -hmm. I want. Yeah fantastic and, I, and it's amazing that someone because in in our game in England um Sean Massey is highly regarded as not just the best female assistant referee she I think she's the, the best assistant referee regardless yeah. of gender um and, and she's con- she's performed consistently at the highest level for years you know more than 10 years which is fantastic achievement
1: um in
0: in terms of ambition for yourself is that something that you'd like to to do is to reach fifa level and then stay there for a long time
1: yes it's my dream to (laughs) become a fifa and uh, also i want to um, be a referee in between bayern and chelsea
0: (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) Are they are they favourite teams for you? <laughs> yes. Oh. My
1: brother, and my brother and father are fan of Bayern, and uh, when I was a child, I was I was a fan of Chelsea.
0: <laughs> yeah. See, Bayern Munich, I could understand because they're a very good team, but Chelsea. Mm. <laughs> uh,
1: do you know Michael Balak? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was my favourite uh, footballer, and uh, uh, he was at first in Bayern. And after that, he um, came to Chelsea, because uh, he yeah. Chelsea's player. Yeah,
0: and of course, a, a, a quality footballer, a German footballer in his own right, nationally. I and...
1: love German footballers, and that's why I love Bibi. Because he's from Germany, and... Uh, I like how strong
0: she is. Yes, yeah, yeah, fantastic. I mean, in terms of geography, obviously Germany is closer to Georgia than, than England. Do you get exposed more? Do you see more German football than English football, or do you see more? What what kind of nation do you see most football from?
1: Uh, German
0: <laughs> German football. Well, that explains the German connection. Then that that figures out.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Um, so we've we've talked about some of the positive stuff from refereeing and, and for yourself um but obviously there are say bad sides to refereeing what what is the thing that you least like about refereeing
1: um, i like uh, the most about refereeing is uh, uh, the feeling that you are a main character and uh, you are both of on the field (laughs) and uh, also you have a a great responsibility as well you have to control the match and uh, everything depends on you
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I well uh, yeah I mean we can talk as well a little bit about social media because there are teams whether they are at the highest (laughs) level or the lowest level that if they win the team were brilliant fantastic couldn't have done any better but if those teams lose it's not the team's (laughs) fault it's my fault or it's your fault or it's the referee's fault um so there there is that i mean on social media on twitter at the moment i see a lot of that and i say look if you're gone if you're going to say that the referee is to blame when the team loses then Mm -hmm. also when the team wins you have to say thank you to the referee, but nobody ever does. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think
0: so too. <laughs> um, so, if, just sticking with that, if you could change anything about refereeing, not, not yourself refereeing, if you could change anything about the process or the system of refereeing, what, what would you change?
1: Um, I would not like to change anything, but uh, uh, I want to change uh, the um, attitude of people, uh, uh, footballers' attitude and spectators, and uh, this is the most uh, problematic, I can say,
0: <laughs> thing
1: yeah. about being a referee.
0: Yeah. In, in previous podcast episode, I've spoken to other guests ab- about that, mm-hmm. and you could referee the, the best game that you possibly could do, but afterwards, if you make one mistake or if you think you got something wrong, you still think about that for yes. a couple of days, maybe longer, um, whereas the fans, you know, I- they always move on to the next game. They'll, they'll tell you off. They'll say you were bad or whatever, but Afterwards, they think it's forgotten about for the referees and for the assistant referees. You know,
1: when I first started refereeing, I was crying <laughs> mm. after after the game. So for
0: for those reasons, yeah.
1: Yes, but now no.
0: Yeah, but well, that that comes with experience, I think, and you also have to slightly disassociate, like move away from, like you referee the game, and then mm-hmm. blow the final whistle. That's it. It's impossible, mm-hmm. it's impossible for a referee to forget about it. It, it really is, but you have, you, you do have to try. And, and like you say, you, you, you use different ways to cope with, with your mistakes that you make during the game, just as I'm sure the, the players do. You've been refereeing for several years now. Yeah. You've got a lot of referees that are just starting off. <laughs> maybe they're taking the course now, maybe they've just qualified. What okay. advice would you give to them? What advice do you think you... Could have received when you first started off. That would have helped you.
1: Uh, I would advise them to not to be scared of new challenges. Uh, some things may seem uh, difficult, but um, uh, uh, this needs a hard work to achieve something, and uh, they will work for it, for this.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's great advice. A lot of referees, young referees as well as 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 I was, that's that's something exactly what I would say to them because I was very complacent. I thought that I was good enough at the level I was refereeing. I wasn't thinking I need to be as good as the next level that I want to referee so I could go up the ladder quickly. I thought I'm the best referee at the level that I'm at, so I didn't work as hard. As I should have done, probably, to get to the next level,
1: everything will come step by step, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, I think that that's that's it. I think take little small steps to get to your yeah. goal and you will get to your goal. If you just think it's one big step from there to there and it'll happen overnight, that's not gonna happen
1: yes i that's true,
0: <laughs> um so. With referees that have been around for a while, like we both have, where would you say is your most favourite place to have refereed? And on top of that, where obviously Bayern Munich um, or, or Chelsea, uh, are the places that you would love to referee in the future. But is there anywhere else that you would like to, to officiate?
1: Uh, not only in, in Stamford Bridge
0: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, one day, one day.
1: Uh, my favorite place is uh, in Giorgio Zurgetti (laughs) we have a stadium of Mertzhali it's called and I think this is my favorite place and in this stadium I I exercise every morning I was going (laughs) to say is it your
0: favorite because it's the closest
1: yes and this is my favorite place
0: yeah,
1: that's good. So you after Stanford, Bleachu.
0: Yeah. Um. So, so the place that you you like to to referee the most. Uh-huh. You say you also train there as well. Do you do all of your physical training? So your your running, stretching, all of your your physical fitness is that all where it takes place?
1: Uh, in my opinion, it's necessary for referees to be in a good shape, and uh, we also have a coach, Georgian Antelise, um, which uh, who trains us. But um, despite of uh, this, I exercise myself, which I said that I was I am running at Mertzali Stadium, which is near me, and. Um, I think uh, this is most important thing uh, for referees to be in a good shape physically uh, and if you lose the shape you, you can't uh, uh, control the game and uh, it will be difficult during the match
0: yeah I can I can attest to that because over Christmas just gone um, the weather in England was awful so football basically ah, yeah. stopped you couldn't do it. And I was eating a Christmas dinner every day. I got a big Christmas belly. I looked like Santa Claus. I couldn't get around the football pitch, and even now, (laughs) even now, I try and get rid of this belly. Um, But no, you're right. It is important for a referee to maintain his or her fitness because um, you can move around the pitch more freely. But as well, something that a lot of referees don't acknowledge is uh, the less extra weight that you're carrying the less likely you are to get injuries as well. So on your knees and on your ankles and your muscles. Um, so it is important for, for referees to, to maintain a good level of fitness. So I completely agree there. Well done. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and moving on to our our last question for you, Mzeko, um, (laughs) which I don't know if you're happy or sad about, I don't know. It's, I think it's gone good. I liked it so far. Um, (laughs) But referees on social media. So obviously the referee forum, um, the referees association, there are big accounts on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram uh, that that showcase referees behind the scenes. Some people say that this is a bad thing because the referee shouldn't be the one that people are interested in. They don't want to know about the referee. The referee just goes to the game. But from my opinion, and, and as you've said as well, you want to know more about referees like Sean Massey, like Bibiana Steinhaus, because they inspire you as a young referee to reach higher levels. What's your opinion on referees in social media, good or bad?
1: In my opinion, uh, it's necessary to be uh, for referees to be uh, active on social media because their exists help beginner referees uh, to get more information, uh, and um, on, on football, and also uh, as they um, share images, w- videos uh, on their social media, uh, the popularity of this uh, property raises uh, among the young people, and, uh, they, um, um, and uh, they stay in touch easily. And uh, also uh, raises interest interest of refereeing.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think it can only be a good thing. And it also shows the football fans that referees are human as well. And... Whereas the fans have a little more sympathy for players who make mistakes in the game, maybe they make a bad pass, maybe they make a bad shot and it goes wide, and they say, ah, that's unlucky, but he was trying his best, or she was trying her best. Whereas referees, we are expected, I think, to be perfect, all the time, make no mistakes like robots, but that's impossible and we'll never be able to do that. And I think by showing our human side, maybe there'll be some sympathetic people, some sympathetic football fans that will look at the referees as humans and be a little bit more forgiving.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Wow hopefully we don't know (laughs) in a perfect world that might be the case um i have mzeko run out of questions for you but during the course of this interview i do want to know just one more thing you've got so many medals and trophies behind you can i can you tell me a little bit more information about them
1: okay it's a table tennis and billiard
0: (laughs) Ah, so you're, you're multidisciplinary, you, you, you <laughs> yes. know all the sports. hmm Are there gold medals there? The ones that's over your shoulder yeah. there look like golds.
1: Most of them are uh, gold medals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good brag though, that's good.
1: <laughs> and uh, one medal is my brother, and the other, all is mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so your brother has some catching up to do, he's quite far behind in the medals. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Well, Mizeko, this has been a, a fantastic interview, very insightful into how you as a referee are and how uh, Georgian football, uh, the the coaches that you have, the the ways that you go about being a referee. Thank you very much for an insight into it. Thank you for your time and um if there's anyone you'd like to say hello to or or thank, now is the time to do so before we finish up.
1: Uh, first of all, I want to thank my family uh, that uh, for uh, how they are proud of me, and uh, now I want to thank you <laughs> for uh, uh, for getting me a chance to introduce myself and my country too. <laughs>
0: No, the, the pleasure has all been mine. I'd also like to say thank you to your family or whoever you've got there that have been helping you in the interview. Thank you to you guys. Mizeko, thank you very much. You've done yourself, thank you've you. done your family and you've done Georgian football. Very, very proud. I hope all of Georgia watches this podcast. Um, and from myself and from Mizeko, thanks very much for watching. And we'll both see you on the next episode.
1: Thank you. Goodbye.